1: In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living.
3: Hello everyone and welcome to the Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 319. And with me is Aaron Neuwirth, Jim Dietz, and Daryl Taylor.
0: Hey! Good evening. Hey everybody. Hey. How's it going? It's going well. Welcome back for another another week in the subway. Yes, a, a very, very slow remake of Train to Busan.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a less interesting remake than Train yeah. to Busan. Um,
0: I know they. Well, they uh, Daryl hogged all the action for himself this week, right? Yeah, I, all, I he hogged to. all the action except for the one at the end where they
1: all uh, lined up. I have a thought on that, but we'll get there when we get there, Yeah, <laughs> as far as how that scene was working.
3: So, yeah, so this is Asheron Part 2. Um, the Deuce. The Deuce, yeah. The Deuce. The deuce. <laughs> I guess before we before we get into the episode... The
0: SPMA, the Ocho. Yeah.
3: Oh. Before we get into the episode proper, Jim, you were mentioning... Um, I, I actually watched it earlier today. There's a there's a new teaser out there for Walking Dead World Beyond. It is. Um, there it with, is. with a Not premiere date.
0: Getting, yes. Uh, World Beyond. A teaser trailer this week. It is available on the YouTubes at the AMC site, of course. And uh, it's premiering October 3rd. And like the parent show, you can watch it a week early on AMC+. Plus. Wow. So, uh, all of you uh, World Beyond fans out there. All four of you. Get it early. <laughs> I'll watch it right now. So, yeah, it's just a little, little clear, uh, quick teaser trailer. It has some, some cool imagery in it. You know, nothing too earth-shattering. But yeah, the big thing is the premiere date.
1: Yeah, it's teasing like darkness to come or whatever with... Um... And the Commonwealth a lot. Oh, like killing the whole town is not. Well, is it the Commonwealth mind? or is it just whatever thing Julia Ormond is a part? Like we don't know that it's the Commonwealth, right? Know it's, right. I'm sorry, yeah. I misspoke. And like, Julia given, Ormond
0: conference, yes, yeah. <laughs> 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 Confederacy. There you go.
1: And given how it is and how separate it is, like I mean, I certainly am curious, like if it's legit trying to be connected to the Commonwealth or if it's some other thing. Uh, given. That we know a lot about the Commonwealth, and we know nothing about what this is because it's entirely new, right?
3: Yeah. So, so that's all we know that? on the We're World going to Beyond. Get
1: jammed
0: with a lot of Walking Dead content in the next few months. Yeah. 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 So we'll start. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, we'll be doubling. We'll be doubling up starting October third.
1: And probably content updates on the movie too. I heard one of the writers sneeze the other day. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow. 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 I think we should make, like, a 12-minute YouTube
2: video about that. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot of spoilers. Uh,
3: So I guess to start off with this uh, second part of the episode, uh, so it appears I was uh, way wrong.
1: (laughs) And I was way right.
2: (laughs) And I was way confused because I didn't realize that everybody didn't have a part two.
3: (laughs) Well...
1: Now we all do, yes, and we have the results of this. Yeah,
3: so yeah, so it, it turns out Negan just straight up left her, went back inside. Um, yeah, yeah. She, well, after
0: he watched her
3: for yeah. a
0: while, but we get now. I think the subway car was made out of the same stuff as Glenn's Dumpster, right? Yeah, it yeah, has that really. zombie repellent or, um, metal or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when she got under
1: there, she was safe. Yeah, so, thought once again, the—I mean, I—even then they couldn't get from the sides. So I was just like, they couldn't just go under to begin with. Like that seemed like a pretty easy route, I guess. True, but. fair enough. Or less okay, fair. Okay, you can climb on top and then you can get inside the subway. Cool. What about when they're trapped in the subway and they're like, "How do we get out of here? We can't open the doors, and there's zombies at both ends." Couldn't they just go in the floorboard and go underneath? Yeah, Let alone back on top again, given that they got on top to begin with. It seemed like they are trapped for reasons that they didn't need to be trapped.
3: Yeah, I, I think I think this whole episode was uh, maybe better served being an extended um, premiere and not two episodes to tell the story. But
1: that's yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too, because it's like yeah. I'm spending too much time thinking about all the clear ways that they've yeah. established to get out of there. Right <laughs> true. like did anybody else watch it back to back?
3: No. No. Okay. No, so the only no I'm I don't I don't have AMC plus. So
1: like that, right. that gauge guy who had like out. the amount of time it takes to make a pot pie in an oven to get out of that room with the zombies, like it seemed like you could have gone under the Florida boards or something to get out of
3: there. Yeah. Um And it was very it, so we had a very brief cold open this week. Um right. so it's pretty much just the other thing I noticed and again it's the same director for this week versus last week but what Kevin was Dally. yeah what was up with all those long shots this week like mm-hmm. was it just me or did you guys notice that too like i i mean the the episode opened with with a shot of and by long shot i don't mean like a, a like a oner, like a like a long one take i mean like a i guess long focus shot um mm-hmm. We we saw it a, a several times. I mean, with the beginning of the episode, underneath the the subway car, it was taken from you know one end, looking straight down. There was uh, the shots of of Daryl in the sewer in the sewer pipe. Same mm-hmm. thing, like a straight down shot, or it was a lot of like side shots. You know, obviously with the Daryl walking his way through the through the subway car. There, there was just a lot of these like setup shots and and like static you know, long focus things or whatever. I mean, I I mean it's
1: a, it's a lot of mood building. I don't disagree. Yeah. I it's a lot of mood building, but in an episode like this, it feels like we need to have like race against time type direction, not like let's yeah. stagger like yeah. this this applies a lot to the Daryl stuff, by the way, where it's like, I appreciate that we're trying to do something world building wise, but like we need more urgency in Daryl right now, not him looking around at sleeping bags and walls. Like, yeah, looking at like old photographs. <laughs> yeah, flipping oh, like that. Like the, the last time your like best friends you saw them, they were being yeah. swarmed by zombies. Maybe stop looking up the walls for a second to try to find that subway
2: car (laughs) well watching the uh the extra that they do afterward after the episode is over they made a point of of talking about how they were so excited about the trying to show you what had happened prior to them getting
1: there i don't think that they trusted us as the audience to get it yeah because if there's one thing we need 10 years in it's hey things used to be different back then exactly
2: (laughs) because she was talking about all this other you know like the you know there was these rich d- d- people who were underground, and then it, you know, and then money made no sense anymore, and then they were attacked, and then there were hieroglyphics on the walls and graffiti, and like she explained so much, and I'm sitting there going, that's a lot to want us to get from the walls when it wasn't really important to begin with. Yeah, if it was, like, leading to
1: something. And, like, right. I'm, not, I'm not against the concept, but, again, it's just, like, the urgency of the scenario is, like, this yeah. is not the time. For, I think know, like that, be, but I think that's why is. we got all those
2: shots, mm-hmm. because they were trying to do that. Because she, I mean, they really kept emphasizing that story of the, and I had thought about, I mean, I didn't even give it two thoughts. Like, I thought, oh, okay, the other group was there. That group broke down. You know, like most the groups that have happened uh, since we've been watching the show, it eventually just didn't make it. And it went into chaos and broke down. Like, I think and after that, it was like it was done. I didn't care anymore.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It's not, like, thematically connected to what else we're seeing. No. So it's just like, okay, no. it's a nice thing, but it just feels like an odd diversion to have. When, again, right. Daryl has two things on his mind. I need to get my dog. I need to get the people I care about exactly. out of harm's way. So why is he stumbling around in the subway for a second? Like, what's the It's a little too happen? much for a last final season, and you're
2: supposed to be, you know, mm-hmm. how all the stuff is supposed to be happening. Like, I don't right. know, but and they like, got I, you,
0: I, oh, I'm sorry. Touching back just, to what Russ said, really quick.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, all the,
0: um, I mean, the subway. You're really limited to what shots you can have, but you right. get what you're saying, you know, about the. But it, it, the, it you the, know, the we're, kinetic, uh, kinetic direction.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with you, I, I, and I feel like in the final season, I, I am hope, you know, I assume there's going to be some, you know, fireworks going on as far as like big epic things and stuff like that, but I. I I have nothing against Kevin Dowling as a director, as far as his two part premieres goes. Like we talked, we had high praise for like some of the scenes last week, as far as the kind of tension and the action or what have you. I hope that we get some like good, you know, these team like like some of those Game of Thrones directors that have worked on this show before, like um, the Michelle McLaren. or Like the you know, some of these ones that can like bring the thunder when it comes to yeah. like delivering on some action in this show. Because yeah. Yeah. We've yeah. certainly gotten it before, and we could yeah. use it now. <laughs> And I don't think it was entirely the director's oh, yeah, it's choice.
2: I are, think that was yeah. more of the showrunner wanting that than mm-hmm. the director wanting it.
1: It so yeah, here's a, I mean these these shows of a house style. I get that. right. Yeah,
3: sure, Here, so. Here's a deep cut with Daryl running around underneath that subway thing, looking at all these artifacts of what was before. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why I just had this this flashback to that episode of Planet of the Apes, the TV show. When like yes. Burke and Urko were were down in the subway, <laughs> and he on. was proving to them that humans were were like the the original you know uh, species or whatever. I do remember that. Uh, yeah. Except he except Daryl didn't have an Urko to to, to nah. talk to. <laughs>
0: Actually, the way Daryl was going through the subway or whatever in an apocalypse, it reminded me of the way I play Fallout because I stop and look at everything.
3: Yeah.
2: All right.
0: And I collect yeah. everything, I look around, I don't rush because my friends are in danger. So. Exactly. So, yeah. um, you had no sense of urgency at all. Let them die.
3: It's like in a video game, when you have that main quest that's very urgent and you decide, yeah. eh, I, I'm, I'll yeah. come back to that in four or yeah, five like hours. How yeah, many, like, how
1: many rupees did New Daryl need while getting that's back right. to his dog? <laughs> exactly. He yeah. exactly. Yeah. had to level up to level 12. Before if he started month. smashing open boxes, then I'd probably be more satisfied with what was going
3: on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, find supplies. So yeah, so that's kind of what what was going on. So we get the it very quick, again very quick cold open. Maggie's in peril, um, and then we again after the after the cold open we come back and everyone is coming from the the roof of of the train dropping down through the through the top uh, back into the train. And everybody asks where, of course, where's Maggie? And Negan's like, oh, she was right behind me. Uh, like I don't I don't I, like. He said he 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 doesn't really lie if you think about it. No, he's, he's totally like, true. oh, she she was right behind me. Well, she I was mean, per, she was right behind
1: him. <laughs> we, 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 there's another thing we can parse later as far as his decision to leave her. But as far as like what he's trying to say, he knows what he's saying. Like, oh, he yeah. know, he yes. knows that he's misdirected. Oh, okay. He's misleading them as far as the circumstances go. That's that's the equivalent of lying. <laughs> yes. Um, sure. So, like if he wanted to tell the truth, he'd say, "Yeah, I watched her fall into a pit of zombies, and I walked into the train car. Like that's the truth."
3: <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So then we, 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 after that, we get to the aforementioned Daryl, who has knocked out a hole in the side of the wall and find this again, this old camp that tells the story of some people that were in there, and um, and he starts finding finding things. So. Um, dog so we get that out, He finds dog. Yeah, he yeah, finds he dog. Took
2: yes. Took the teddy bear thing too, right? And he stick that in his vest or
1: something? Yeah, he finds some yeah. trinkets. Yeah. On the wall it says it comes for all of us. I wrote that down for some reason. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really add up to anything. But yeah, it yeah. comes for all of us.
2: Yeah, I have a feeling that they're going to continue this kind of thing of civilizations like other uh, uh, attempts at groups
1: just I mean, fails. Yeah, but like, we've seen that, before. like, remember that one episode yeah. where like, they're trying to find Negan, and in the woods they found like, this whole like, revenge story that was just mm-hmm. like, signs on a tree or whatever, right? Like, right. It, you know, they they like doing these kind of, and again, yeah, they do. that's they not do. a bad thing, it's yeah. just sometimes, like an episode like that one, it feels fitting, because it's like, okay, we're like dealing with something yeah. in the midst of things, and they're, it's not, it's not sidetracking from the journey, where this is just right. like, alright, I guess we need Norman Reedus to do something for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So after that we cut back to Yumiko and Princess. So somehow they've they've gone from outside back to inside um, and given up the the disguise. And she she talks about her brother and she mentions that she wants to find her brother. Um, and um, and then Eugene comes in frantically. Again, this whole time I'm like, how the hell? Where? Like where? where are they going? Where are they coming from? How are they able to just like come and go and come like, and nobody yeah, knows what's, what's going. Yeah. It was just more from last week. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to rehash it too much. Cause I think we spoke our piece, but again, it they, was just like more they, of the
1: Princess does get at of. I want to speak to the manager, uh, which was pretty funny. Yes. <laughs> oh, sure. She's like, I'm you like, want to
3: speak to them, to the, to, to my supervisor. And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we want to talk to the manager.
2: And then there, and I guess we are or did I miss something? There, did two guys they knocked out or tied up or whatever?
1: Well, I guess they didn't knock them out. They just like they stole their the uniforms. Left. I guess they so stole their uniforms name. while they while were, they were while they were bumping uglies. Yeah, um, so yeah a she, she
0: shows mm-hmm. some like really strong like carrying skills here. Yes, She's yeah, Polish, okay. like, yes, very she
2: assertive. She does. She doesn't have the haircut for it, but everything else is working. The so the stuff. implication is, if they don't, you don't tell on their secret relationship, they won't tell that you.
1: I, I, I have no idea, because it's the most unclear part of this it whole thing. It is so, so unclear, <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there going, did I miss something? Did
3: I almost I took not? it as they just put all their stuff back before they had a chance to realize it was even gone.
1: I, yeah, that's the best I could come up with as far as why they're is not they any mean? kind okay. of like trouble for trying to escape. <laughs> okay, because I'm like, how? Yeah, okay. Alright. Yeah.
3: Right. Uh, but yeah, Eugene shows up and he's like, Ezekiel's gone. Eugene is... He, he is massively freaking out. This whole he is episode, overwhelmingly yeah. freaking out. Yeah, yeah he's so, coming
1: annoyingly. Oh yeah, it, it makes very little oh, sense dude. to me, given all that he's yeah. been through at this point. It's yeah. like what what's what's going on with him that he's this upset? Like right. I don't understand. It's yeah. almost made up for because I think his monologue towards the end is very good. But the whole like build up to his like you know palms are sweaty, mom spaghetti. Like
3: he is just all over the place with this. Like, <laughs> he didn't Black. seem this nervous when he was had to. You know, choose Negan and stay yeah, and stay exactly. with them, right? Like, oh, no. Which was which was much more perilous than than this place yeah. here. Yeah. He this kept reminding me of that
0: Jordan of that Jordan Peele meme? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. like, especially like when when he gets interrogated by the Orange Power Ranger later. Like I'm just like, dude, is this gonna be the new meme? Is gonna be sweaty Eugene because he's sweating even more than Jordan Peele? I I know. Peele, I know. Uh-huh. Like, what is going on?
3: So yeah, so they wanna they wanna speak to the management, um, and then uh, then we cut there. So then we go back to Daryl, and again, just more of the scavenging. This is uh, we've kind of at this point we've kind of uh, spoiled the the surprise with it, but but yeah, he finds like a hundred dollar bill that has a note on it. He right. finds a Polaroid of two kids. Um, he finds. It what does
2: it, feel like a video game when he was doing it. Like yeah. everything, like it felt like you just put this in the cat, you know, in your supply. Thing or whatever, you'll okay. need this photo later to to, yeah. uh, to yeah. solve the puzzle, right?
0: That exactly.
3: takes a hundred dollar bill and flips it over to look at the backside. Yeah, so there's um, writing
2: on
0: it.
3: Ooh, yeah. yeah. He finds the sleeping bag walker as I as I put it, where it's just like it looks like an old man that that was left um, and died inside a sleeping bag. And so well, it was
2: supposed to be, uh, which is also like why why did you did you overthought this? It was supposed to mean. That not only did you see the wealthy guy with his uh, suitcase of money, but also the homeless guy. That that old guy was supposed to be represent the homeless guy. Yeah. So rich and poor are together in the same place. And when the, when the
0: corpse is stuffed in a sleeping bag like right, that, it's referred to as a Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, at this point, dog sees. So this was an actual person, right? This wasn't a walker, and and he goes after what he saw, right? Because it right, looked like a it, person. Was, yeah, it was, yeah, a person. Okay. yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, he goes after that. Uh, then we cut back to Yumiko, and I, I again, Aaron, to kind of what you were talking about last week about Yumiko and. How they're trying, you know. After all this time, they're trying to like make her into something because of you know another character's absence, more than likely. But, um, but I like this bit with Yumiko where she goes back into the assessment room and she's like, "You've been assessing me. I've been assessing you." And she, you know, she just kind of okay. lays down the law as to like, "Oh, I I I get what you know what your deal is, and I get what your deal is, and I f- I figure out what's you know I think I've got this whole thing figured out, and you know how your society works and." You know what? You know, there's a sense of law and order and currency and all this other kind of stuff. And so she kind of, you know, I guess proves to them that she's she's sharp and she's like she said, she's not one of those people that's going to kill you know somebody in their sleep. Yeah, um, right. It, and it works l-
1: for the. It works for getting us the character right. Like it, it's yeah, a little okay. more blunt because again, and I don't think I'm necessarily wrong on this. I do think she's making up for an absence of the other characters it's like okay we need to do we need to we still need this element of that story so who can we do this let's do with yumiko all right so like good on them as far as well they're trying and like this this is clearly going to carry into more of this plot right so it's like good thing we have this now so we can understand yumiko's character more and build her up to whatever it's going to lead to so yeah like you know what like, like i was more down on last week, or not that, but like the general like Princess Yumiko relationship as far as like how connected they seem to be. Where it's like we don't we know very little about her. So at least this week we got like a good a good chunk of stuff about Yumiko beyond like she fires arrows and has a relationship with the other one. Um, I forget which <laughs> which which new character I can't remember their name of right now. Uh, but yeah, so it's you know there's more here. That's good.
3: And then Princess is sitting there with eugene who again eugene is freaking out wondering where everybody's at because yumiko has been in there for a very long time and princess has to go to the bathroom and this is funny she gets up and goes over to those guys starts speaking to the one guy in spanish um and then asks about the bathroom and because she figures she's probably just gonna have to go like what go outside and you know hook around the corner and and just pee outside and he's like no just go like in inside there and then she's like do you have toilet paper? And he's like, <laughs> like, yeah. And she's like, like beyond excited over the fact that she's going to actually be able to know. use a real bathroom with a, uh, with, with, with real toilet paper, which I th- I thought was actually pretty funny.
1: Especially I, there are last year. It's, <laughs> I, it's a small thing. It doesn't even matter. I, I like that they don't put subtitles on the Spanish. It just yes. lets it be. Yes. That's all. Yeah. I just, it was a, it was a nice touch.
3: So then we come we come back to um, so again so now this is like the plot thickens right so first Ezekiel disappears and Eugene is freaking out then Yumiko goes in and has her she's got her you know big meeting with them and then it's just it's just Eugene and and uh, Princess and then Princess goes off to the bathroom and so like Eugene is there by himself and now he's really just has you know all this time to kind of get up <laughs> in his own head so. Yeah, I just like, I don't get any of it. Like he's sweating through the wood.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah, and it's, yeah it's like, it's not, what is he so nervous about? Like, there's been game no
2: over, violence.
1: Man. Like, there's not there's nothing yeah. here to suggest that he's in any kind of danger. Right. He's like paranoid for reasons that are beyond my understanding. It's just a I thought he was faking it. Well, I mean,
0: didn't they pull people out last week and they didn't come back? I mean.
1: They like there's like one guy that said I've been here for like some months, but is that enough right. for Eugene to be like I, got, I can't yeah. handle my world anymore? Not like, I like agree that a
2: bit much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought, but I thought he was faking it for a minute, like
1: trying to get them to. It would make more sense than this.
2: That's <laughs> what I thought. I was, I was like, oh, is he overdoing it? You know, because every, you know, Eugene's been smart like that. Sometimes he's like, they look at me as the, you know, the nerdy guy, and so I can overdo it and. They underestimate me, and then I can find out more information. That's what I thought he was trying to do. Uh-huh. He just kept going and going and going, and I'm like,
1: what's the point? Well, the the show's not helping either. When he like walks to one of the guards asking like where where's Yumiko, and it's like no one's in there, and it's like what? like why are you why are you faking him out now? Yeah. And then he asks where's Princess? Like he's like where's my friend? And he's like what friend? <laughs> like why is the show f-ing with me? Like what? I don't you understand what's happening. Make me Maltus. think of bad set. Are you having with me? <laughs> Are you effing with me? So, like again, yeah. If he's faking it, or if like I don't know, if he's having like it's some well, kind of the weird hallucination. Is they are, right? Right? That's
2: the implication is they kind of they kind of are messing with him, right?
1: No, I mean if if he if like you're saying if he was if Eugene is faking it, yeah, yeah, or if yeah. or if he's having some kind of hallucination, it's like why just why why are they now like actually messing with him? Like, what's this going to gain us in all? Of this I don't like. If you if the idea is to get him to be honest. Why is making him feel like he's having a psychotic break of the strategy right now? Like I don't know how you know, right. the, this kind of interrogation works exactly, but I feel like not tricking your your subject into thinking the reality is broken is not one of the tactics. <laughs> like, I,
3: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't quite get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so then we cut back to Daryl, who is, is still looking for dog. And, and this is where in my notes I have like the long shot because this is where I noticed it again. And to me, it really stood out is is that long look down the pipe as, as Daryl is mm-hmm. scooching along uh, looking for dog. Um, and then we cut back into the subway and they're trying to get the, the door open. Um so they could just kind of keep moving down down the train and then they hear some pounding. Um and then Gabriel's like, Wait a minute, what do you do you hear that? And he's like, Oh, it's it's SOS. Um and then at this point Negan's like, Oh man, here we go. <laughs> um, so obviously,
1: uh, the look he gives is great. Yeah. As as oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Oh, okay, now I gotta uh, have to justify this
3: story. <laughs> yeah. So then of course they open the hatch, Maggie comes up, she has the pistol in her hand. Walks up to, to Negan and just pistol whips the crap out of him. Um, and clearly,
1: she hasn't pistol whipped before. You don't hit him with the, but the barrel of the gun. You use that no, you you hit the, butt. The, the, butt. the butt. butt. the butt of the gun. gun. Yeah. You, you'd be a dent the barrel. He's a bad <laughs> gun. you think she'd know.
3: Better. I hate guns, but I know that. <laughs> exactly. But he, it's funny because he doesn't deny it. He's like, no. oh, he's like, I didn't kill her, but yeah. I wasn't gonna risk my butt to go down and save her. Like she was yeah, 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 she's yeah, she's she,
1: specifically where is it? Um uh, she was in trouble and I didn't help. There's a big difference. That's right. what he says. Yeah, it's right. Like it's a perfect line. It is such a good yeah.
2: line. Any I mean and he threw in. Did he throw in the, the the bit about she did say she wanted to kill me? Yeah, yeah he, yeah, he did. Yeah, he said she. She to- she
3: totally said she was going to kill me. So, so I
1: mean, let's see. See now that gets me back. So Russ, you, like him, this is this is what's not lying. This is this is exact truth, and it does. He does have a point when he says yes, that. She does. Yes. It, because it's not only, like, what his decision was, but it's, yeah. you want to see how necessary I am to this group? I could have saved her, or I could have helped her, and yeah. I chose not to. Guess who Guess who? you need to be a part of this group? Guess what value I have? There yeah. it is right there in a nutshell. Like, and I, I really like that. It doesn't make his decision better, but no. I really like that he can, he's playing a certain kind of game here. Because it's mm-hmm. like, I don't even... Because uh, I, like, Russ, last week you, you were thinking he would come back and help her. I did. Him leaving didn't make me think that she would obviously she wasn't going to die but it didn't right. make me think that he thought she was going to die it just made me think he's letting her fend for herself as if he could prove some point if she's gone okay that helps me too i guess if she comes back guess what i have a way to get out of this also like there's just something there that i think is very smart about how they wrote this yeah. In an episode that has other questionable writing this stuff yeah. i think really works
3: yeah no for for sure and again uh, we met, we talked about it before but i think it would have been really easy and lazy to fall into the whole. Negan is going to go out of his way to to make contrition and to go prove ahead. that he's part of the group, and he's not. He's yeah. being Negan, not the same Negan as before. Uh, you know, he's not. Uh, he's not ready to you know pick up a baseball bat with barbed wire and smack somebody over the head. But by the same point, he's not going to act like a pushover and just let people put you know push him around. Like he feels. I think at this point he feels like, look, I've done my time. Like I was in that prison for seven years or or however long it was, and now I'm out. And so, you know, yeah, I'm 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 going to do what's in my best interest, and I'm going to help. But at the same time, I'm not going to just kowtow and just and just realize like I need to to be humble in front of everybody for the rest of my life because of what what happened before. And so the the fact that they're they're still letting him be his own person, I think, is. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a smart move.
2: It's more interesting that way. Yeah, in, in terms of you know, definitely more true to the character overall.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. No, I mean, at the end of the day, nobody wants to see a neutered Negan, right? I mean that that's no. not that's not what we want. Is
1: that's and happened that's... other times,
2: and it doesn't make
1: it better. Yeah, the whole him in the jail cell forever thing just wasn't working that well. But like no. now, where we are with him, as far as what we've gotten from the past few seasons, it very much feels like that's the good thing, it's, I don't know, it's like, like when Adam Sandler does like, a drama, and it's not necessarily him doing much different from what he does as a comedy, it's just tilted slightly to the left, right? Like, that's kind mm, of the acting. Yeah. That's what they're doing with Negan, where he's not like he's, ch- Jeffrey D. Morgan's changed the character, it's just like he's he's a, he's pointed in a slightly different direction, and I think it's really benefited, <laughs> like it's made him a yeah. lot more interesting.
2: And I, and I, yeah, and it makes total sense, because, you know, uh, she has you know if you think about it if you're the negan guy you 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 know someone's gunning for you eventually right mm-hmm. like why would you go out of your way for somebody that's already gunning for you and there's no way you can change their minds to not want you to not want to kill you so it makes sense like that's why they couldn't get so mad
1: yeah, because he had a point. Like, yeah. He knew, he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. He's a smart, he's a smart yeah. you know, for being an asshole, he's still a smart guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then the show's like, like you know what, we'll hammer down on this point with our next scene here. Yeah. <laughs> when the when Gage comes back.
3: Yeah. So he shows, yeah, he's on the other side of the door, and they're like, hey, did you close all the doors behind you? And he's like, <laughs> uh, I'm uh, I'm an perhaps. idiot. <clears throat> uh, maybe. Why would I do that? Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, this, there's you, they can see that there's a horde headed down that way, and they won't open the door.
1: Big no, question here. Mm-hmm. Big, giant, giant question here. Uh-huh. There is a horde of zombies that, as we last saw, were right at the edge of the subway, right? Uh-huh. So at what point did Gage come in, like, get past all of these zombies through uh-huh. the door, and then not close the door behind him? Yeah.
3: Right
1: any step of the way? Good question.
3: He came. He I, crawled up under and came up through the trap door in the bottom.
1: Uh, I guess, yeah, the one that couldn't be opened except from on top of the train. <laughs> yeah. so right. he was able to pull that off. Yeah. See if
3: somebody if somebody
0: had been like a dad in that group, they, that door would have been shut. That's right. Uh-huh. The lights would have been turned off. Yeah, that's right. True. Always <laughs> let all the air off. out. I have a lot of stuff like all I do you. all day is yeah. close doors and turn off.
1: Lights. Oh my god! It's so true. <laughs> I have a lot of subway logic problems with a lot of this episode as far as doors yeah, and know. how things get not stacked up. Or, I think basically space questions, just as far as how are these people getting around certain things. Yeah. It's like, how did this guy get here to be—how did the coward guy get through a horde of zombies to get onto the train to begin right. with? Yeah, It just doesn't make any sense to me. And, and then we get to this, this next bit, right, with, with uh, Maggie saying, no, don't let him in because those zombies are— like a football field away from getting to him. <laughs> so we need to Yeah. Leave.
3: So, yeah, yeah a, there's no way possible we could open Nagy this door, shut it, it let him squeak in and shut it back again.
2: Yeah. But what so she really wants. Maggie's get getting swarmed, but someone yeah. else gets swarmed. Oh, no. Let him die. What she's really trying to say is his worth is not much. I mean, he already tried to, he took our stuff, uh-huh. lost our stuff, came back, and still did something stupid by leaving the
1: door open
3: they paying the tax.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's clearly making a point. It's just the show didn't yeah. didn't do a great disservice to visualizing this point by having no. the zombies being so far it away. Yeah, and what while already showing us how the doors open, it's like, well, you've shown us that it, take, you know, it takes some strength, but it's certainly doable. You can't show us a huge gap between a man and a zombie and expect yeah. us to buy into this idea that it's going to take too long and that he'll let the other zombies in.
2: So it's when just, all of it is just to make, to let us know where Maggie is emotionally. Right. Like, that's all that was for.
1: Yeah, because it, it makes me side with Alden more in that yeah. scenario. He's yeah. the only one that's like, we can open this door. There's clearly a lot of time, and the show's, what the show's telling me, it's like, there is a lot of time. Let's agree with Alden, a guy who I have no care for whatsoever, except that yeah. he's been on the show for a while now. So. Yeah.
2: Even Negan was like, "Well, see, hmm? see, yeah." He, yeah it he was... Even puts into effect what he said earlier, right? In part, in part one of, she's okay with, uh, so, you know, sending us on a suicide mission, pretty much, um, because where her head is at, like, and that even that that even hammers that home where her head is, in terms of uh, sure. their
1: mortality, yeah. right? Yeah. That even adds to it. Yeah, It it was like the show was winking at us, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this it was. Scenario. It's like, this happened just now? What? Yeah. How convenient for Neekin to really hammer that home. I told you she's crazy. Well, all that happens. Oh, okay, so it gets to the end of... Wait, what is, when does is the is the end of that bit happen in that same scene? When he when Maggie says no, and he's like, alright, I guess I gotta deal with this? Is that the same well, scene? Well, not right even gonna deal with it, you're gonna watch me die.
3: Is that the same scene though? Yeah, he later? stabs. He, he in stabs himself. way
2: possible yeah, yeah. <laughs> <He goes laughs> And I do gotta kind of admit, I, I, I really, you didn't really make me feel bad for you. I mean, you were part of the guys that jumped. Um, uh, What's your face? Uh, the, the other kid uh, who was working with the whispers, the daughter of the whispers.
1: Oh um, yeah, with, uh,
2: right? um, yeah. He was also part of that group too. Lydia. So he wasn't the best of guys. I mean, of people. So it's like. What I nah. don't understand is why did he stab himself in the chest? Like
0: if he knew he if he's going to stab himself to die, and he knew he was going if, if he doesn't stab himself in the head, he's going to be coming back in a minute as a zombie, right? I guess he, he wants know. her to see.
2: They wanted us to see him t- to the to, to the show. They wanted us, which kind of proves how the cracks in the story. But in the yeah. show, they wanted us to see he did they were trying to say that he kills himself like that so that she has to watch him uh, okay. the gotcha. entire time it, just, yeah. it was
1: so dumb right Sorry. right did, no yeah, you're right, right. I agree. yeah you're right yeah it's, it's it's the show putting theme ahead of right. logic in that scenario which is not the worst even, thing it's just yeah. yeah
2: i didn't even think about that that part of it just why did he do that until i watched the extras and then the showrunner was talking about that exact thing and i was like i didn't get that from that but okay well, i got i got what it was doing it just you know it still registers
1: dumb to me it's like i
3: mean yeah it like, didn't it I didn't get the feel point that you're making but it's like
1: okay like it just didn't feel right so we cut back to eugene next
3: yeah so we cut back to eugene and I, I, at this point are they just like gaslighting him Yes, because yeah, he's, that's
1: what I'm saying. It's like yes. what, what the f- is
3: this stuff now? Yeah, because he's asking they're, about everybody really else, doing. and they're like, "No, she's not in there." Like, no. And he's like, "What are you talking about?" Like, she went in there hours ago, and he's like, "No, there's there's nobody in there." Like, um, and they they keep. So at this point, I think they're just kind of messing with him, and just that's just, what
2: I was like. Oh, he's not playing. That's what. It, that's what I was like. I guess not. He's not joking, but they
1: are yeah. messing with him at the same time. It's just a weird bit to like yeah, add to it the is. this yeah. like it, it 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 feels like a cheat honestly, because there's like there's no reason for the Commonwealth people to be doing this except for the for for us the audience to under to more understand Eugene's like freaked out nature but it's like why would they be doing that it's only right. to benefit us who are yeah. like, who I'm all, but I'm already questioning why Eugene's this freaked out to begin with but so
0: yeah. like, what? <laughs> what I didn't understand about the whole thing is like I'm I'm sorry if I'm jumping ahead to a spoiler, Jerry, but you know, this is all part of their process to join their group. Yeah. 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 Like do they gaslight everyone? Do they make wait until you know somebody sets something and asserts themselves? I mean, how what? Ha huh? I just I, that didn't make that didn't come together for me very well. I'm sorry. Yeah.
3: So yeah, so after that little interlude, then we cut back to Maggie and the group, and this is where she tells this crazy story about how when her and Herschel were out, and they were starving, and they came across a man who promised him some food if he'd help move the cart, and she grabs him. She realized that the whole thing was a trap. She finds uh, the chloroform cloth in his pocket, and then shoves it in his mouth, and then like gets back to the actual house where all this stuff was, finds... Th- there's there's three men that are up there, and then she's like, and I, I took care of them. um, And then then she talks about how she was at the base of the stairs, and some woman fell can, down. Can and,
1: I ask a question, Russ? Yeah. Ask a question. What was the point of this? It's to show us that Maggie has seen some shit, and she's not yeah, just We that know farmer. Maggie
0: has seen some shit. We don't need this pointless <laughs> story for us to go on
2: to tell us this, do we? No, our bigger thing is they're trying to show us how she is not that far away from where Negan is now, because I'm sure Uh, down the line there's going to be a situation where, uh, you know, to keep her from killing Negan or to keep the group from agreeing to her killing Negan, there's going to be situations where they're going to be like, well, maybe uh, we need to rethink how she, you know, this whole thing with her and Negan. Like, maybe we need to rethink this a little bit. But so this just is showing how crazy she, how her, close um, she has to crossing lines i think it,
3: that's but it just went at. on and to me no, it's, yeah, just, it, it's it really long it, it got it's way more. too much it's
1: very over the top as far as okay, it, okay. Like, there's I'm like climbing, limbs it, being pulled up rolling, tongues rolling. being cut out yeah
3: like
2: you know, it's, Jim, it's, you're not wrong at all in the okay, question of it because i think we all question it when they did it i was like How, is there you going so like even originally watching it because i rewatched both i watched both parts back to back and i was sitting there going after watching the first part and enjoying it and the pace and then getting to the second part, I was like, where are you going with this? Like, is there, like you could have shown that you were, you know, at that point, they could have shown it a lot better and in, in her actions more than her telling this crazy yeah. camp story. It felt like they were in like they were, you know, sitting around a campfire. gather around story time with Maggie. I mean, you got you got these things coming, right? They're trying to bust in. You don't. You you also have a group to save because they have no food. You know, like there's. You don't have time to be thinking of these little stupid. You know, these stories of of stuff you've seen just to show how you know badass and you know, have you seen some shit? Have you done some things? So that impressed. Old, right. It's like okay, we get it. You're a survivor.
1: We get it. There's a bit earlier before she started telling her story where Gabriel's trying to like justify what Maggie did and to Alden, and Alden's like, that's a hot take, father. That made me laugh quite a bit. Right. That was, that was, good. That <laughs> was yeah. good. That's yeah. a hot take, father. Yeah, <laughs> It's just really yeah. funny. I did like that. It's probably the best thing Alden's ever said on this show, honestly. <laughs> I did like that. I did.
3: But yeah, so she finishes this, this long and winding story and then just looks at Alden and says, "Like while I was telling you that story, I don't, I didn't feel anything like as crazy as I was. I like, don't know.
0: to to me, I like, just. Okay. you know what? You know what, Maggie? Neither
2: did I.
3: Neither, yeah, neither did we.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is a group I, we've watched. Not this particular, not all of them that are in this in this episode, but we have watched these groups straight up go after another group and just kill them in their sleep, like." It's a little late to try to show that you're willing to cross certain lines. We've already seen them cross certain lines. Yep.
3: Well, I, so it's mm, I think they could have – I think Maggie could have gotten her – I think they could have gotten Maggie's point across in like half the time. Like I, I don't think oh, they we needed have. that story to hey. – And it it just almost became comical when it's like she had no arms and no legs and they gouged her eyes and they cut her, you know, ripped out her vocal cords.
2: They could have had Maggie kill that guy herself, like before he even got bit almost, like just thinking he got bit and killing him just for time. Like, it could have been any one of those things. They could have, there, it been, could have,
0: there could have been a hundred different ways they could have done it in the yeah. storytelling, contextually, uh, contextually in the story, yeah. just by having her do things or acting a certain way. Exactly. But instead, they decide to have you know this expository story that really doesn't go anywhere, that it's just kind of there. And you're like, okay, I thought we were in a big hurry because we are being attacked, but I guess
2: we all have time to sit and listen. I think they really got excited about the setting that they were sitting in, like, I think they really did get caught up in that, like being in that setting at that time, they were, they really wanted to, to use it for all these other reasons, but it's like you, this is, you are just coming off of a, like this, this, this is a fast paced story and you're stopping it to
1: yeah. do these little cute things, these little winks at us that we kind of really don't even need. It's a lot of you know yelling to the back of the room kind of stuff. And yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's reflected in the busters this week. I mean, the audience doesn't need this stuff to emphasize no, certain things. It's could. certainly not it's certainly not about characters that have been around for ten years. Yeah, she's so. not a
2: new character. Like we got it. Like she. This is the stuff Yuko needs. This
1: yeah. Is exactly. These the personal <laughs> the stories we need for these new people.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Maggie doesn't need these kind of stories or scenes. We've seen her do bad. You know, like when she came back. She was darker inside. You you already got the sense from the actress herself that she's gone through a lot more in that little frame of time than she's been off screen. That's changed her. We got that. Plus, you got G.I. Joe following you. You're leader G.I. Joe, man. <laughs> like, you got these these badasses following you. You have all these little groups. You're going after this really dangerous killer group right like she's not even scared about it she's going after this killer group and you want revenge on this killer group that's enough to have us know that she is you know she's at a different point in her life than she was before
1: we know this yeah, trust had, the audience. We we had bonus episodes between seasons to help. Yes. Them even show us. Yeah. yeah, it's like they really feel like they
2: don't trust the uh, us as the audience to get it, and they just really want to waste time emphasizing a lot of things to prepare for next for more episodes that are coming down the line that we probably don't need the extra work to get.
3: Agreed. <clears throat> so that we we catch back up with Daryl, who's still in the pipe looking for dog. Yeah, Um, still getting points. Yeah, finds a walker, (laughs) kills it. Powered uh, up. Mm -hmm. Then he leaves the pipe and then has a pretty cool scene where he pulls out the Morning Star and then does that, you know, swinging it over his head and um, kills two more. Um
1: I, I completely forgot that he had like a mace. So, yeah, <laughs> too. I was, like, I was yeah. that come from. I, I completely forgot that this was part of his arsenal. And boy must he have a lot of weight on him if he's carrying crossbows, knives, a mace, Man. whatever the hell else he has in his back pocket. Like he's got a lot of a lot of supplies. Yeah. But so when he pulled that thing out, I was like, Oh damn, <laughs> he's just macing something. Plus stuff. carrying the show. I mean he's doing yeah.
2: everything. <laughs> <Yeah. Exactly>. <laughs> Caring,
1: <laughs> carrying half the weight of the show in his back. Yeah. Like,
2: carry it
0: all. And a gun. And it, yeah, well, yeah, I wanted to ask you, like, uh, I, I, I maybe mean, I'm getting a little bit ahead of here or whatever. But is this the first time we've seen Daryl with an actual gun in a long time? Yeah. No, I can't oh, remember yes. him with. I can't remember him
1: whipping out a pistol like he did in this episode. I'm not going to say it's super frequent, but I mean, I feel yeah, yeah. like we've probably seen him with guns now and okay. again. Yeah.
3: It's yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, well, I uh, guess it has. I, I
1: guess it has. It just seemed a little odd. Yeah. It, it, I, me, me. The whole Whisperer thing, there was not a lot of guns there, right? Because the Whispers themselves don't use guns. Right. So it right, you was know, right, right. pretty, pretty, pretty knife and stab heavy for the past couple seasons. Right, so right. I, I could agree there.
3: Yeah. Um, so then he comes across Pony Boy, who finally makes his way back.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, so I like we request to
1: C. Thomas Howard. We're like, oh, he's been here the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's been him. Okay. He was so one was of like the ones that see, ran off with the, the ammo and work. stuff. Yeah.
3: Roy. <laughs> yeah. Roy. And so they asked him, you know, hey, where's the – he's like, oh, I lost the ammo, and I basically lost all the other supplies. Yeah, um, yes. But I've got this gun, and I don't want my kids to know I died a coward. Uh, and he's pretty messed up. It- so at this point, like, is it clear that he's been bitten or, like, he's just messed up?
1: He's just I messed so- up. At- yeah, yeah, seems like, like, I doubt I, we – I guarantee you every single one of us assumed he was bitten because like, – Yes. Like, yeah, no- I, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, and I thought he was going to kill him. I did. Yeah, I, exactly. I was surprised when we see him again at the end of the episode. <laughs> I was like, what?
3: Well, that was another question I had. Was that, that was him at the end, right? That got the yeah, arrow to the he, eye, oh, right? Oh, yeah,
1: they
2: put an eye patch. They turned him into another freaking character, pretty much. They yeah. gave him the eye <laughs> patch, they gave him a, gave him a little movie. limp, yeah. and now he is somewhat <laughs> different.
3: Um... So yeah, then we cut to the main group who op- they try to open another door, and the door like it's uh, they they get the one door open, and they go to the other door, and they can't it it's blocked. They can't they can't get through. So, yeah, there's, and, uh, there's
1: a subway seat pushed in the way of it, so they can't. they yeah. literally
3: can't open it anymore. And then the the horde is is coming up the other side, um, and of course, then the group kind of readies up. Um, so while the big guy's trying to clear the door, the rest mm-hmm. of them are just using everything what 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 little ammo and uh and everything Heroes. they have yeah. it's all just getting spent out trying to to hold off the horde so here's my other question about subway logic if there
1: are like num you know num multiple zombies coming through this door and you're killing them constantly that means they can't walk after a while right because there's zombies in the way of the zombies they would pile up i would think they would know. pile up so there would uh, yeah. be like, yes. what's going on here? They're just constantly right. coming. Right. Like, I get that you need to, like, have action and you have to build suspense or what have you, but it's like, I'm not an idiot. Like, the zombies would pile up after a while if you're constantly killing them. They can't just keep... And they're zombies. It's not like they can climb, so they, just, they can't they just keep They definitely walking.
2: did the Bruce Lee thing of, okay, you kick you, and then you go to the side, and then you come up, you kick <laughs> yeah, you, like, yeah. and then you go over there.
3: Well, and, and, then, and clearly... Yeah if if there's enough of them that they can't be dealt with one on you know two on one or three on one like there was enough yeah. of them where they couldn't just wait till they come up and stab him in the head and wait till they come up and stab him in the head like obviously there was enough that that they had to you know kind of take a defensive position to kill them mm-hmm. yeah then yes i would assume they would start piling up pretty quick
1: it just like in the you know i can't say how it acted in a zombie invasion scenario but this seems like Fairly easy to handle as far as one by one they come through a doorway. Like that doesn't seem like the yeah, most right. difficult way to handle a, a group of zombies. Like when they're in the subway and they're coming out of nowhere. Like yeah, that seems terrifying. Like I yeah. don't know how to handle that. But if they're shuffling through a narrow subway car, it's like that's we can what handle it. Like, right? That's a pretty good chunk. or vets on this thing. We this yeah. is this is a that's walk a in street. the park. They
0: had it all set up too, right? Like uh, the yeah. Rev came out first and shot, and then mm-hmm. they came with arrows, and then they—I mean—they had it all set up to begin with. And, mm-hmm. and it, if you're going to deal with a zombie horde like that, the easiest way is funneling them through a doorway. You, know? mm-hmm. you yeah. make it's a like, valid point.
1: How the hell are we going to get through there if it's yeah. full of zombies? This yeah. is—I mean—this is like Carl Judith level stuff. Like that, they, they—if they can handle it, then Gigantor and the other is going to take care of this, this horde. Much. I think. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much.
3: So of course Daryl hears the shots at this point and both him and dog start running. Like, and, oh yeah, other people. Yeah, and now of course the you know, they're kind of getting it they're they're gonna get it on both both sides from the from the subway car. Right. So this is where we get the Daryl action scene where he goes through the car, we get the long shot outside the car and the camera just pans across from a distance as Daryl just comes up in headshots at close range each one of these zombies just one at a time yeah
2: this is where that wings thing was coming from right when he had the wings on the back remember in the beginning where they just show the the wings they make a point of showing him as he's looking out before they go on the mission his little angel wings that uh, uh Judith had put on her his vest for him and okay. painted on there like this is what I bet you this is what they were leading to like Daryl saving the day because this is. I want I want him on my Call of Duty team or my Halo team. Of course, of course. Every shot a headshot, yep. every single one. Yeah, no missing, no missing. I mean, now, not, 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 not Daryl. He doesn't miss.
3: In are right there. No,
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I know, but still.
3: So he clears the way, opens the door. Um, they all come through, and then Daryl. Uh, Speaking of Arsenal, he also has a grenade in his uh, in yeah. his in his pack, and so he's able to. That's uh, what Roy had,
1: right? That's he Roy that gave him a gun and a grenade. Oh, is that? Right. I thought it was ammo. Yeah, right. I thought
3: he gave him a gun and an ammo. Uh, okay. gave him
1: gun, yeah, because that's the yeah. You got yeah, a checkoff's grenade. <laughs> gotcha.
3: That no, that makes more sense now. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Daryl pulls the pin, sticks the grenade in the zombie's mouth, and then gives it a good kick, and he shoots. He scores. Well, they
1: get the Like they, he and Negan, they open the door. Right? Everybody gets out of yeah, them, yeah. and he's yeah. like, hide. <laughs> Everybody, get down! Yeah, as if they're like, "Oh, Daryl probably has a grenade now, and he's going to shove it into a zombie's mouth naturally." So we should probably get there, like of just like the, the get down thing. I, I get it there. Well, like,
3: they probably figured he either has a grenade or a yeah, rocket he has, launcher, he has one of the other. He's
1: going to do that. They need that requires yeah. them to get yeah. down. I get it. It's just funny the to last me. Last down I mean, he pulled a
3: rocket
0: launcher
1: out of his butt. Yeah, already yeah. Yeah. <laughs> defeated that tank. Yeah. Yeah, kill, he, a tank. yeah, killed a tank. Yeah, killing yeah. tank. And yes i mean this scene is awesome like i'm not trying to downplay it it's an awesome uh, like uh, yeah. Daryl saves he shoves a bunch grenade in their mouth kicks the zombie nice. in a bunch of splatter all over the place like that's yeah that's that's good probably stuff. my favorite zombie kill of the episode easily yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah i thought it was gonna be mace to the face but it's like nope no Surely he's got a grenade coming out here,
3: yeah so. he one-upped himself so then we cut back to eugene who's back in the cell and he's sharpening a stick to make some sort of knife, um, That's and they a while. they bring him back, sit him, uh, he's sitting back at the table, and he's just like shaking, just like yeah. like just completely shaking, and so they start asking him questions about his settlement and why he was at the station, and. This Mercer, real
1: real quick. Mercer gives him a. He's like, I. If you lie, I'm gonna know. Like he's he's, yeah. Mercer's getting in on this now as well. It's he's effective. I you know for the little bit that we've got of Mercer so far, he's he's pulling up some moves.
3: So this is where I was a little confused because so Eugene, it almost seemed like he started lying about who he was and where he's from. He's like, oh. I lied about coming from a big settlement. Yeah, no, he
1: does lie. Yeah, he does. okay, he, all right. Because so, then he successfully, he's because he says that towards the end, the, the yeah, end right. part, That part, that bit. But like he, the, for the most, everything else, is, you know, you know, it works. You know, fifty percent, seventy percent of it lies, truth or whatever the fuck. Yeah, uh, it's a, like he's certainly like leaning into a lot of the things that aren't true about him. But he does, I think, because he's able to build himself up so much as far as the emotional state he's in, he's able to also build in some other things as far as I, I presume that's what the story is that princess mm-hmm. and and Yumiko, like they said like stick to the story I feel like that's what yeah. it is like we're not from a big don't
3: and then, don't
2: reveal Alexandria and There's, he's a it, good liar like he's done it yeah. before because he did it yeah. to uh, Neekin's group when he needed to right yeah, so, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: I just like that he referenced Stephanie as a femme fatale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny.
2: Because that's the thing about – that's what made me go – because he's done this before where he's like, you're judging me on how I am, you know, my outward appearance pretty much. So if I play into the nerdy thing to get you to look other directions, you won't pry too much into the things that I don't want you to know. Exactly. that i need to protect and that's what he did i figure okay that's that's what he's
3: doing it, it was Darryl, just funny because he went that's, into that's, such specific detail of telling the truth last time and now he's yeah. like you know just just changing a story about some things anyway i just well, thought it was but
1: like those things but but daryl like what you were saying as far as could mm-hmm. he be faking it this whole time Is like that would have made a lot of sense if he was throughout this thing yeah like, yeah. then we that's the story yeah. Yeah. that he's telling where he has to actually he has to actually like tell some truth but also lie. still right. it would have made a lot more sense if the idea was that he's been faking it the whole time but we're not given anything to suggest that that's true no. we just led to believe that he was just nervous a lot that's a
2: sad thing because we could have got that right like if they did a little bit of extra work we could have got okay this was his whole thing to fake it out to make sure that guy doesn't look too close at certain parts of this story yeah. right like, but they just didn't. I think they got so caught up in in other things that really didn't help the story at all. That they missed the little things that they could have did with this. Yeah, it's
1: it's messy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly what, Yeah, and, yeah, and it right. doesn't feel like it needs to be. It doesn't no. it feels like a pretty easy
2: fix oh. like, oh. as far as the, how right. it goes. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're right, because they've used him like this before, and he's great at it. Right? Yeah, he, he can give you that. He's good at. He's really good at doing that.
1: And he's, it's not that he's bad here either. It's just the no. script around him is just like not doing him any favors. As it's far what as they gave it him, so. him. It's it's what they gave him. It's nothing he can do about it. What's the other thing he says? He says he's a virgin, but that he's, he's watched a number on occasion or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and like then he also said,
2: book, right? Yeah.
1: And we saw it on the show. We too, saw it on the, I mean, the show right. too.
2: And we saw it on the show too. But
1: he also, but he also says he says thank you for hiding your titters. That made me laugh a lot.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So they when when they're done with him, they they you know they lead him to uh, outside, back into another car, <clears throat> and he's he's back with the others and. Um, it's almost like a Wizard of Oz moment. It's like, mm-hmm. and you were there, and you were there. Yeah. And it's like, it's like Ezekiel was like, no, I went to the infirmary. They gave me some ointment for my, you know, thing, and they gave me some like, like, some glitter. cough medicine, and <laughs> like, I was, yeah. I, and then I fell asleep, and you know, and then, you know, Princess says, it's it's just funny because it was like, no, there's a logical explanation as to where all these people were this whole time, and everything's great now, and
2: which adds to why he, you know, he didn't fake it. In the beginning, when right, he, he was he got all it. nervous. Right. That whole thing just makes you go, Oh, yeah, you weren't
3: you weren't thinking it. So then he goes it reads them basically all the legalese as to what it is and Press. I just got at the end of this. It's like we are now a part of the tribe. Like they're they're, they're uh, you know, they're 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 in at this point. The so. best
1: bit the best bit for Mercer, he's, yes. he's like you're gonna be led into the Commonwealth by a beat cop it looks like ezekiel (laughs) i went to west point asshole that's the best. yeah i love love that yes yeah
3: (laughs) and then it's funny (laughs) because ezekiel actually looks impressed at this point at that point Yeah. yeah
2: he does He
3: does uh so yeah that was that was funny uh uh and then of course stephanie comes in and so so eugene is finally able to meet stephanie right
0: Ah, uh, yes. The femme fatale herself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: So all is well with that group. Um, so then we cut back to the main group, and they finally are able to exit out of the tunnels. Yeah. Um, and then Negan gives his gun to Maggie. Yeah. So, again, I think at this point it's like, okay, tr- at this point I think this is Negan just saying, like, truce. Like, he heard mm-hmm. what Maggie had to say mm-hmm. earlier. Because I forget what his comment was at the end. Like, he... His comment was basically like, I get what you're saying because that – like I was you. Like that. that's that's kind of what led me and to the same place. And that's why they the did that way. whole thing. Yeah. 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 This, is the so, Mad, this is the scene in
1: Mad Max Fury Road where where, where Charlie's there and says, I can get that mask off your face. And right. he stares at it and the music kicks in. He's like, oh, now we're partners.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Pretty much. Uh. So he he gives his gun back to Matt Maggie, and then she's like, "Oh, we're we're not going to where I said we are. We're gonna go to this hidden supply depot that you know Georgie had a bunch of them set up. It's got ammo, it's got we- you know, weapons, it's got food, it's it's got everything. Not at all.
1: Eat. Everything's gonna be good.
3: Yeah, and I'm like, why didn't they just?" Go there in the. I mean, uh-huh. I, granted, they need a large amount of food, not not a small amount of food. I, I imagine the supply depot is probably you know enough for a small small unit, yeah. but you'd think they still would have went there before going to. Well, the, I mean, the other. They need all of
1: it. Well, it's yeah. also being in this area means there's a threat in front of them. Also, true, I true, mean, true. Right. It's like if we don't if we don't need to go into a vicinity, you know, into the the radius of the Reapers, then we. Yeah, don't no, have
3: that it. makes sense. Yeah.
2: yeah. But um, I think the extra of not telling the group. That there's another, you know, place for weapons and stuff. I guess it's kind of showing Mag- how different Maggie is from how she used to it's, be. Yeah, say, she uh, probably need, would have told them.
1: Need yeah. to know kind of thing, yeah. right? Um, right. I mean, I I, I wouldn't build too far into it because, like, he's not evil, but I know what you're saying. No, it's, it's like, not. Yeah, it, it, it just, it just yeah. shows,
2: you know, how yeah, yeah, yeah. different she is now.
3: So they find a bunch of bodies hanging upside down, and Negan's like, "Man, this place sure has changed since the last time I was here." Um, and then the arrows start flying, and that's where Roy gets shot in the face. Roy right gets away. shot in the face. There is a couple <laughs> other people get hit, and then this ominous-looking crew is just walking down the street. Um, oh, the Slipknot tribute band was coming at them. That's right. Well, f- yeah.
1: First, yeah. I
0: mean, they get out of there and they see all those bodies hung upside down mm. along the, I mean, lining the street. That was pretty, yeah. uh, pretty creepy. Yeah, begin with. Pretty much.
1: Right.
0: Convince me, me more that it was a slip, not tribute. <laughs> right. Death rope. Yeah. Did you almost as they walk to the street that you go,
1: wah! <laughs> 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 yeah. They, uh, they, they make, they, they make business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: And they that's where, where you, they,
0: they look like some mean customers.
3: That's where we end it. For this episode, so, before we certainly to... a predicament, yes, <laughs> they're in a pickle, as it were. Well, the, I mean, this is deadlier than the last.
1: Like, last week, it's like, no one thinks Maggie's gonna die. This week, it's like, geez, these guys aren't gonna Yeah, they got down. no ammo,
3: they got no no, no nothing. Like, no,
1: what's the solve for this one,
3: <laughs> yeah. So, what do we give our busters for this week's episode, Jim? How many, how many busters do you give Asheron part two?
0: Three and a quarter. Uh, and because it's, it's because of Maggie's long expository story. It's because of the, um, the, uh, the real static, almost like slow way it seemed to go along. There was a sense of urgency, then not a sense of urgency. There was story, there were story inconsistencies. Daryl taking his, you know, good old sweet time to do whatever he was going to do. It just too many things bothered me about this episode for me to, like, you know, really get behind it, even though it had some great zombie kills and, uh, you know, some cool moments. It just, you know, i very average, some um, three and a half, three and a quarter.
3: Uh, Mr. Taylor.
2: Uh, I got to get I, I got to after that part one, which I enjoyed a lot. This one, it was it, I think Aaron hit on the head. It was messy. It's messy uh, I had to give it two and a, two and a half because it just was all over the place. And there were things that didn't need to be done. Other parts that were messy. I mean, it it was a disappointing part too. To such a good uh, season opening,
1: Aaron. I completely agree. I I liked the last week's episode more. I gave that a three and a half, so this would get a three buster. Because I still think, like Jim, you said, there are good things here. Daryl's <laughs> methods of, of mayhem um, are always quite entertaining. Um, I do think the Negan Maggie stuff works on the whole, um, parts of the Commonwealth stuff work, but the Eugene stuff's just way over, like, you know, we've talked about all this already. It's like, this this stuff that's just way overplayed or it takes too long in the subway for a bit there. So it just, it just kept bringing it down for me as far as how do we get out of this intriguing scenario involving people, you know, trapped in the Commonwealth and people trapped in the subway car. It's like, you you stretch this out too much. And yeah, it's not as effective as I think it could have been. So three busters.
3: I am also going to give it three. I just there there are too many too many issues with this with this episode this week for me. Um, yeah, I mean mainly just the plot stuff, and it's just it's such a weird imbalance to to last week's episode. And again, I think overall based on the story they were telling, I think they could have made this one of those extended episodes. Maybe made it another fifteen minutes or ten minutes long from from part one, and I think they would have been able to tell enough of this story that it that it would have made sense instead of stretching it into two episodes so three for me but what did the facebook groups have to say about this week's episode jim deets
0: Well, the facebook groups over at facebook.com slash group slash wd podcast pretty much agreed with us Um uh, kind of a middling uh, episode uh brent jones starts off with uh three sweaty eugenes out of five way too much time wasted in the train cars for me we, are all, we all know none of the people we cared about are going to die here, and it just drove on forever down there. Everything else was great, and I enjoyed the Commonwealth story quite a bit, and am into where they left Maggie, Daryl, Negan, and company at the end. Just wish they would moved that train sequence along faster or just showed less of it. Uh, Mike Jones also wrote it in, three terrible friends out of five. Glad I don't travel with Maggie. Uh, they only had about ten minutes to save their friend and they chose not to. Uh, too much train car time. Too much boring Commonwealth time. Cut to the chase. Obviously, the Reapers are going to get rid of all the barely known characters next week. My problem with the Reapers so far is they're being made out to be too unstoppable too fast. This was just middle of the road for me. Richard, Chopper Cherry Charrington. 3.5. That was a bitter pill to swallow out of 5. Uh, agree with above comments, by giving an extra half for the kill of the week scene. And that was Daryl with a grenade. Absolutely, Richard. You're a man of distinction. I can tell. Uh, Kevin Barry, 4, nothing good ever comes out. Of, happens in a train car out of 5. I do not mind the length of time the story spent with our heroes on the Metro. Uh, I thought the Maggie-Negan confrontation was great as he continues to move Negan closer to completing his redemption arc. One of the parts of the show that I enjoy the most is when we get to learn more about the experiences of other people in this world, which is why I really liked the Darley and do- Daryl, I guess it means Daryl, sorry, Daryl and, and dog sequence. I'm digging the Commonwealth story, and I'm intrigued by what happens next with the Reapers. Uh, Asterisk, I loved all the one-liners in this episode. Awesome. And those are our comments this week. If you, too, would like to be part of the show and have your comments read uh, and your Buster ratings given out to the world, the universe, out here on the podcast airwaves, it's easily done. Just go ahead and join our Facebook group there, the Walking Dead TV podcast, and every week there's a thread and you just write down what you feel, and uh, we read it, and that's what happens pretty easy process
3: alrighty well thanks everyone for writing in this week um, so Aaron Nowworth, where can people find you on the internet
1: I'm all over the place you can find me talking about movies on the other podcast I go to the out now there Aaron and Abe podcast which is available anywhere friend Abe and I talk about movies on a weekly basis with various guests we just talked about Candyman um, which was a really uh, fun episode to get into as far as going over the movie in a variety of ways um, so yeah, you can find that and every other silly show that we do on out now um, I write movie reviews and my Walking Dead write-ups over at We Live Entertainment I'm doing Blu-ray and Criterion interviews over at Lice Blue, I got some stuff at Variety every now and then and I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4
3: Daryl Taylor
2: Well you can find me at the Taylor Network podcast uh, we just dropped a nothing's on uh, episode <laughs> yeah we did <laughs> oh boy uh, it was cover- a good one. Yeah, we covered so much stuff. Uh, all the TV, a lot TV of new stuff, now. and then we ended up talking
0: about Conan the Barbarian. Yes, and we other did.
2: Stuff. Yes, we did. Those uh, tangents are always fun. Some John Carpenter Vampire. We talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, John Carpenter's Vampire talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we that's got a, movie. Got a lot of it, it, it is the movie. It Absolutely that's was. It. That's a good stuff uh, in there. Like I like some of that stuff in there. Yeah. It yeah. it certainly did. Um, so you can catch me there. Uh, plus, we had a, uh, an upcoming. Uh, dc all-stars uh episode coming up uh we'll be uh i'll be talking to one of the writers of the current superman books uh to catch up on what he's doing on that book uh so uh we got that we got of course me and jim and and chubb if he shows up someday uh we'll be doing we'll (laughs) be catching up on all the uh, dccw uh, and and with DC, uh, you know, movie and TV news because there's just a ton that we got to talk about, plus the animated stuff as well. So we'll we'll be doing that. And Gotham by Geeks, of course, with Russ and Hassan we we uh, we talked about the latest uh, Long Halloween Part Two. So we pretty much that was, wrapped that up and did a lot of talking darn about. Good. Yes, yes, pretty it was. Good. So, so check all that out, and also uh, check out Retro Movie Geek. Uh, where we cover movies that are 20 years old and older. um, And we have a lot of fun doing that. So check that out.
3: Excellent. Jim?
0: Well, in addition to all the stuff that we've already said that nothing's on and whatnot, uh, starting, I think it's going to be next week, uh, we're back to the old space show on the Brandon Peters uh, show, the podcast and whatnot. And we're going to be going back to the world of uh, Moonbase Alpha Space 1999 to cover season two. Very exciting, very different from season one, and uh, it's very uh, interesting, and very fun. The uh, premiere episode uh, features Brian Blessed, which is cool. I mean, you remember him from Flash Gordon and you know everything else. But anyway, Space Nineteen Ninety Nine. Brandon, I'm going through it week by week, episode by episode on the old space show. This is the Brandon Peters Show uh, and as uh, Daryl said, nothing's on all that fun stuff. Russ, excellent.
3: Yeah, Russ. You can. Yeah, just stay tuned here, HHWLOD.com, for whatever we have going on here. And then, like Daryl mentioned, over at Gotham by Geeks, which is a lot of fun. Um, So thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for writing on the Facebook group. We will be back next week. Don't, don't forget um, to catch
0: just- Russ streaming Fortnite under the name Tits McGee 420 xxx on, uh, <laughs> on Twitch. Um, <laughs> he's, 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 There's you're that. You're tearing it up, man. You're tearing it up.
3: I you know I uh, I try hanging 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 with all these youngsters right So thanks everybody um so remember until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth it's all about the benjamins